Hi, this is Cheryl Reeve. Did you know Livia was just voted Minnesota's best weight loss center for the second year in a row? And more great news, Livia's best program just got even better. I can't say enough about Livia Flex. And if you join right now, you'll receive eight weeks free. Livia Flex lets you enjoy the food you love, fruit, pasta, and even bread. And with in-person or virtual visit options, state-of-the-art equipment to measure body composition, and Olivia app to track your progress, you'll see the results fast, just like I did. It won't be long before we'll be enjoying all those holiday celebrations, so now is the time to get ready with Livia Flex. It's new, it's flexible, and it works. Visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Or call 855-GO-LIVIA. Join today and get your first eight weeks free. Visit Livia.com or call 855-GO-LIVIA. Big day for Cheryl Reeve. Big day for the Cheryl Reeve Show. Big day for for the Lynx and Timberwolves organization and basketball fans across the region. Cheryl Reeve has uh, re-signed with the Minnesota Lynx as head coach, of course, also has become president of basketball operations. So, Cheryl, if you would, just uh, let's start with just, you know, what this is like for you, what what this day is like for you. And, and I mean, you've had, you know, you've had championships. Uh, you've become the coach of Team USA. You know, where does this stand for you and your career accomplishments? Uh, well, it's it sort of, you know, I, I've been doing extensions in, in here in Minnesota. So, sure. um, you know, this one was a little bit uh, more involved, I would say, uh, in terms of, um, you know, the magnitude of what we're, what we're trying to do here and who we want involved and, you know, ownership, et cetera. Uh, so there were a lot more conversations around this extension than in the past. And, uh, and the market has changed uh, very, very quickly. And uh, so there's a lot going on in our league right now in terms of, you know, people, you know, considering, you know, their options and taking inventory of where they are. And, um, and so it was really, really good for me to, you know, just really reflect and, and, you know, I'm extremely energized by, um, you know, the work, you know, in terms of the, the, the future and what we want to do and who we always want to be here. That's always energizes me that, that next, you know, thing that we can do and, and maintaining success over a long period of time. You know, by the end of t- end of my contract, I will be, you know, a very long tenured coach. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be, um, you know, something that I envisioned and hoped for maybe uh, prior to becoming a head coach that I'm more of a stayer. I'm more of a, you know, be somewhere and build it and love it. And, and I'm just really thankful that I get the opportunity to do that. Has there been a time uh, since the championship team started breaking up? Uh, and it's not that you didn't have, can you have success continues to make the playoffs. You made the semifinals and everything else. But has there been a period of time since the championship group left when you wondered if you might want to do something else or be someplace else? I think that's a natural, uh, maybe thought process that you go. Uh, now, for I would say from my perspective, the answer is no because I kind of go, "Oh, I want to keep doing it. I want to do it again, and I want to, you know." And the challenge of that, I think it was a little bit more external. Uh, where people kind of like saying to me, you know, well, 
you know, what else are you going to do there? You know, well, my answer is win more. <laughs> and that's, you know, that, that's what I want. And, but I think kind of people see, you know, maybe what happens in men's sports and in men's sports, you know, whether it's a Phil Jackson type, you know, that maybe win a ch- couple championships and sees that maybe this team's kind of changing and they don't, you know, the, the players that he had isn't going to be there that, you know, that they move on and they, and they, they go on to go on to some other, you know, super team or whatever. Um, you know, I, I see myself more like, um, like the San Antonio Spurs or see our situation like the, the Spurs and the, the difficulty of longevity of success. You know, that's something that, that really drives me, um, gives me great, um, I guess, in terms of professional joy like that, roll up your sleeves and, you know, see if we can do this again. And, you know, the excitement uh, for a team that we can put together for our fans and, and, you know, to continue to be a thorn in the side of our opponents. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what we're after. Um, and so for me, um, I don't think of things that way. Um, I'm definitely, you know, if it just wasn't the right situation and, you know, I didn't, as I took inventory of everything, if it turned up that, you know, that maybe it wasn't the right situation anymore, you know, I, I, I would have made that determination and, and, and done something else. Uh, but that's it, just simply not where, where we got to. We're lucky to have Cheryl Reeve and the Cheryl Reeve Show on TalkNorth.com. Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. Thank you for listening to the network. We really do appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsors, including Livia, Rudy Luther Toyota, Sete Coley, Successful Marketing Group, All Energy Solar, TSR Injury Law. Uh, we've done more than 200 shows, and uh, and I feel very lucky that Cheryl, a world-class coach, is willing to do a local podcast. Most coaches of her caliber don't bother with this kind of stuff. So we, we are very lucky and I'm glad uh, she's going to be continuing. What does the promotion in terms of the front office title mean for you? The president of basketball operations uh, business and, and, you know, I think in terms of the work that I've been doing, uh, I think it just allows for kind of greater growth within our organization and within our staff. And, um, you know, I think for me, again, just the, you know, the, the commitment, the confidence that, uh, you know, Glenn and Becky, you know, continue to show in me. It's, it's just that growth point. And, you know, am I going to be doing that much different? No. Um, but again, it's just a, it's a sign of respect and I sure appreciate it. Will you hire a, a so-called general manager to work under you or will the job kind of be the same? Yeah, we do have a plans, uh, for, for growth uh, within our staff and, you know, we're working through those things as, as well as we, as we, uh, come to the end of this, uh, negotiation, those are the next things that will happen. Sure. Uh, can you tell us what the process was like with uh, Mark Glory and Alex Rodriguez? I, you know, nobody should have the the notion that you tell me all the all everything that's going on in the organization. <laughs> I know it, and then I'm withholding information. Sometimes I'm finding out things, you know, along with the fans as we talk here. So from the outside, not knowing exactly what was going on, I had a little concern. Uh, what were were there reasons to be concerned? Can you just kind of take us through all of it? Well, and I think that's the part where, where communication can solve those things. And right. And so, you know, I was a part of, you know, those podcasts where we, you know, sort of questioned, Hey, we haven't seen these guys. And, um, and so it allowed me the opportunity to, you know, have those deeper conversations to say, Hey, this is, um, this is what we've, we've had here in Minnesota and, and, and Glenn and Becky will continue to be extremely involved. And, um, they've been tremendous assets for us. And, uh, in terms of what we're what we're trying to do and 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 getting quality players here and and to have a successful franchise and so you know we just kind of talked about that and and with regard to Mark and Alex I can only tell you that their their support uh, for me 
being involved in this organization was incredible. Uh, they they uh, were, um, I, I think, and, and it's been that way since I, I met them, even though our, our contact has been minimal. Um, after speaking with Mark in particular, and then, you know, like I, if you turn the TV on, you know, you know that Alex is, you know, he's got baseball going. They all, they all have a, a bunch of things that they're, that they're involved in. And, and we just had a chance to kind of talk through um, what they envision this looking like under their ownership. And um, obviously I, I signed back up. So uh, I was, I was uh, pleased with the, the end result of the, uh, the entire ownership group, you know, not just Glenn and Becky. Did I can't remember? Did you guys announce how many years your deal is for? Or are you willing to share that? Uh, that was not announced in uh, per team policy. That's not disclosed. I don't know why we do that, but I don't. You, want just, to. you just whisper. <laughs> we, we, we won't tell anybody. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I I will. At the end of my term, I'll be here. What about eighteen years? That gives you an idea. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I, I, well, I'm not very good at math, but I'll have Brandon help me out with that. <laughs> it's about a five-year deal. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I don't um, mind people knowing that. It'll, eventually, you'll find out anyway. Sure. Exactly. So what's your vision now? Um, you know, you're in a very interesting juncture with the franchise. Uh, you know, do you, do you, are you thinking – and some of these terms are cliches. I hate to even use them, but just to kind of get this conversation going, are you thinking rebuild, reset, compete right away, make a big move this winter? Is there a, a firm plan in place, or does it all depend on circumstance? Uh, definitely the plan is to reload um, and to return to contention. There's no question about that. Um, I think any team that uh, doesn't have its returning you know, stars intact, you know, the only team that has that is Las Vegas. And the rest of us are – uh, and maybe maybe Connecticut has most of their pieces. Uh, now they've lost their coach. So those of us that have not won a championship, then then you're in and, and different teams are in different places. Maybe they're building through the draft and they're going to be the bottom of the league. The, the teams like us who are an attractive destination for free agency, a team like us who has uh, two first round picks, uh, we're going to have a chance to, you know, couple the success in free agency with also some good younger players. And so that's utopia. And, and so we're going to be able to um, be aggressive and um, it's unacceptable that we were not in the playoffs last year and we are looking to rectify that. And we want to be a contender. Well, that, that all sounds good. Um, interesting moves. You know, this is going to be big news across the WNBA. Of course you're resigning, uh, but interesting moves around the league. Kurt Miller leaving Connecticut for LA. You have uh Indiana and Dallas, it looks like either hiring or finalizing the hiring of a couple of coaches. Sounds like Latricia uh, Trammell and Christy Sides. Any thoughts on all those moves? Well, it's it's a, been a rather interesting year um, yeah. from that standpoint. There's been some really meaningful uh, movement that we haven't seen. And, you know, it, that was kind of reserved for the players, right, in free agency. And so this is probably the first time in a while that I can remember, you know, there, there being – you know, some, some, like I said, bigger moves like a Kurt Miller, you know, who was a candidate for all these jobs naturally one of the best coaches in the league. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, it, it's what a third of the league that will, that will have new coaches and, and, uh, yeah, it makes for an exciting time, I guess. And, and I can't speak to those organizations and the, and the reasons, you know, for the moves, et cetera, but, uh, that this is a little bit more movement than what we're accustomed to on the coaches side. And were you surprised by Kurt's move, or did, was that something that people in your profession kind of thought would happen eventually? 
Um, I think that was probably known to be a possibility, you know, just on things that you, that you hear. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard. It, it really is hard to be with the same team, uh, for so long. And it's, that's something that I'm, I'm really proud of that, you know, that even when you have success, that, that, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to do over and over and over again. And, um, you know, that, that's something that I look at and it wasn't lost on me that I kind of look around and go, you know, that I know someone like a Mike Tebow, you know, has been there a long time. It's hard to do. It's hard to keep things fresh. It's hard to keep the buy-in from the players, that sort of thing. And, you know, that's something I'm proud of, you know, that we've been able to, to maintain a level of a, a standard, a, a success. Um, you know, cause like, again, it's, it's just not easy to do. A few more topics I want to hit Cheryl with here quickly. Uh, I do want to thank all of our sponsors. The Inflation Reduction Act has raised the federal solar investment tax credit from 26 to 30%. That's a fantastic opportunity for residents and businesses to invest in solar. The rebate includes solar power with battery backup. There may be additional solar incentives depending on the location of the property. Solar power with battery backup can keep your lights on and heat running when a summer or winter storm hits. Solar and electric vehicle are the perfect pair. Kick fossil fuels to the curb at home and on the road by using solar power to power your EV at home or provide them as a service to your business employees and customers. Now's a great time to secure your spot for next year's installation. Might want to act soon. According to some studies, one in four homeowners want to invest in solar within the next five years, but the grid is limited capacity. Grab your opportunity while you can before someone else does. Go to allenergysolar.com. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Sete Coley is a family-owned Twin Cities-based home remodeling, real estate, and property management company offering personalized service and outstanding client care. Sete Coley means seven hills and not in the seven hills of Rome, Italy. They provide home remodeling, realtor services, property management, and they also offer wraparound services. If you're a homeowner considering a home improvement project, CARA can help you evaluate the impact of a remodel on your home's market value. If you're a prospective home buyer, CARA can help you assess the cost and logistics of updating the home you buy. If you plan on selling your home, CARA can guide you in, a, in preparing your home for the market. can even send a crew to carry out the work, ensuring that your home stands out from the competition. If you're interested in purchasing an investment property, CARA can help you find a profitable deal. And if you wish, can manage the property for you from tenant placement and turnover to property management. Of course, I use CARA to sell my house to prep my house, to stage my house. Uh, she's great at all this stuff. I highly recommend it. Check them out at settecolimn.com. That's S-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-L-I-M-N.com. Check them out at Facebook and on Instagram. Thank you to Glory and Successful Marketing Group. They created and managed all the social media for the Cheryl Reeve Show. If you're looking for a social media for your business, I would highly recommend you contact her at glory at successfulmarketinggroup.com. Dot com. Uh, thanks, Glory has been a big asset to the network and this show all along. Highly re- recommend working with her. Howard Megdahl had uh, Katie Smith listed as at least a candidate, one of, maybe the one of the final four candidates in Indiana. Do you see? Uh, what do you think? What do you see in Katie's immediate future now? 
well, certainly head coach in her in her um, immediate future. You know, I don't know how immediate immediate is, um, but uh, Katie is a candidate in every position that opens, and I think uh, a front runner in uh, at least a couple of the situations. And um, whether it turns out to be something that that Katie wants to do, you know, that's something that she's kind of gone through the process and vetted. And and I told Katie as much as I want to support her. Uh, to be a head coach or wherever she wants to be. Uh, she knows I'm her biggest fan. I'll do anything for her. Uh, if she's not uh, moving on, I'm thrilled too. <laughs> if she's back in Minnesota, I, I'm thrilled every year that we have her. Uh, I had Rebecca Brunson on as uh, your guest host uh, last week, I believe it was. And I was asking her about the Draymond Green punching pool and, you know, the dynamics of good teams. And I, I was fascinated <laughs> by, I was fascinated by Re- Reggie Miller coming out and saying good teams fight at least in the NBA, good teams fight more than bad teams fight. These bad teams accept their lot. Good teams are there's there's all kinds of tension every day uh, on all kinds of different fronts. And one thing Bre- Rebecca said to me, she said, uh, she said, you know, I know we all look like a happy group together, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad our practices weren't open. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and and she wasn't talking about punching each other, but it sounded no. like you, they were intense. Times. Oh well, I mean, you have mostly when you have great teams, you have really competitive people. Uh, that's why you're great. And and it, I think you said Reggie Miller said this. And so the ones that don't care, uh, you have to be invested, you know, to 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 have that competitive drive. And then when you're not successful, you know, that comes out of people. Um, disappointment, frustration, whatever it is. And, you know, I, I can say that I've been a part of two different championship teams in, in Detroit. Uh, it was very different than what we had in Minnesota. Matter of fact, when I came to Minnesota, I didn't think we'd be able to win with nice people. Hmm. I thought... You know, or or um, thought you only had to have edgy people. Not that they weren't nice. You know, Detroit players were nice, but but there we were functionally dysfunctional in Detroit. And that was our, our our current like that was our default state uh, was dysfunctional, but we were functional with it. And that's true for you know a couple other successful teams in the WNBA now. Um, we did it uh, in Minnesota with um, a group that was easy to like. You know, externally people liked them. Um, you know, they were quote the, you know, kind of the good ones. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, right. Like it's a family, right? Like it's like, like, like BB said that, you know, I mean, not, not every day is a happy day and everybody's got different, different, different things going on. And no matter what you say, they have egos. Everybody has an ego and maybe they're not playing as much as they want to do. Maybe they don't like the plays that are being run for you or, you know, whatever, maybe whatever moments happen in a game when you're frustrated, but I can tell you, we never had. We've never had a, a fist fight. We've never had somebody walk up and sucker punch somebody. We've never had that. Uh, and and maybe that's you know men's sports answer to things. We we typically in our league you know very few times have you seen something like that. But competitive and you know maybe you know calling somebody out on something. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure because there's right. a level of investment there. Yeah. Another recent guest host on the Cheryl Reese show is Andrea Yak. Uh, Yak and I talked to her the other day, the founder and president of the uh, of the Minnesota Aurora, which had such a spectacular inaugural season. She told me they are seeking, you know, certainly they're not going to turn down money, but they would they would really like as they contemplate going pro, they would love to have, you know, a woman or a uh, member of a minority group as their primary investor. You know the landscape. You know how do you think that's going to play out? You know, I'm really not sure because um, while I might understand the women's sports landscape, I don't specifically. Uh, I'm not in 
the women's soccer business world, but sure. um, you know, and like what what steps are necessary for for them to 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 be um, you know a part of a professional league. I I, I certainly get it, um, and I'm I'm hopeful you know that they that they're able to find that you know that's really meaningful that that level of investment and it seems like there's more and more people that are interested in that and i think in this community we've seen that so i would be very surprised if if they didn't they didn't find what they were looking for yeah i'm i'm hoping that works out for them uh so the wolves have started off 4 and 4 you and i are both very optimistic about this team we both like what they've done on that side of the organization in many ways and i look at it and i watch the games and i just think God, it's just another example of how intricate basketball is and how cohesiveness is so important. Right. And it's like you go back to the, you know, the Heat getting getting three star players together, and they didn't win the first year. It took That's them right. time. You know, it took Jordan a long time to get past the the uh, you know the the Pistons. I mean, it just feels like that is just the one thing we can't forget about this sport. Well, and, and, you know, I was around, um, last year's team. I have not been around this year's team. Unfortunately, I've been away and this, this, you know, group that we had last year, they had it in training camp. The, the energy, the vibe was there in training camp and they kind of were buoyed by their chemistry. Um, and then, you know, when you make changes and some of the key components to that chemistry, you know, aren't there, then it takes some time to figure out who's going to fill those spaces and exactly what you're talking about that, that coupled with, you know, some, some, you know, X and O, you know, tactical things that they've got to figure out. Um, and I think they've got good people that want to be successful and, and, you know, it seems like they can look at like, I don't, I don't see any finger pointing. Um, you know, if you, if you, if you get to a point where you trust, I think that's where they're at. uh, I'm a big fan of, you know, coach Finch's and, um, you know, I'm actually really eager, you know, to kind of see him continue to work this thing and, and they're going to be successful. There's no doubt about it. Um, and, and, and the more games that they play, you know, they'll start to come out of it and really find their groove. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I would expect. Uh, it was interesting to watch the, uh, the TNT group the other night and Charles Barkley was saying he hated the go bear trade. He didn't think you could win with multiple bigs in the modern NBA. Uh, and you're a player who had great success with Sylvia Fowles with all kinds of different lineups. Do you think that's true? Or do you think Charles is being too old school? Well, I, I think with Carl's skill set, um, he's, he's obviously can space the floor. He can shoot, he can put it down. Uh, he can pass it. He's, you know, as he, he's, he's shown that he's the best passer to, to Rudy. I think the bigger concern is the defensive matchups for, for Carl that have changed, uh, drastically in terms of his covers. Um, but I, I, you know, I think obviously there, there's people that are immersed in this that think you can, um, you know, Charles has that viewpoint. I, I get it. The game has changed. Doesn't mean that it can't work. And if anybody's going to make it work, it's going to be Finch and his crew. And, and, uh, but I think Carl's skill set. Um, you know, that you have to, you know, the, the floor is spaced. Now I've, I've had lineups with Syl when the floor isn't spaced and that's really difficult. Or when you have somebody on the floor that just doesn't shoot it and you don't have to guard it and the amount of work you have to put into, to, to scheme for your offense, to be able to get a decent shot is a lot harder. That that's not what these guys have. That's not their problem. Anything new with any of your players playing overseas? Any, any interesting developments with either uh, the Lynx or team USA right now? I can't think of any. It's been it's been pretty quiet. They're business as usual overseas, and you know, got got a few players that are that are uh, kind of doing their thing and building momentum. And um, yeah, we're only in November, which is crazy. You know, it feels mm-hmm. feels like it's a lot later than that. Yeah, and uh, I, I assume you're looking forward to the lottery. Uh, we are, we are, we are. Um, 
you know, it's one of those things that I always say this, that, you know, when you, when you win a championship, um, you know, you're, you're happy in October, but you're really unhappy in April. Uh, so our, our October, or in this case, a little bit earlier, our September, you know, we weren't happy, but we're going to be happy in April. <laughs> and, and, you know, hopefully how happy we're going to be, we're going to find out on November 11th and, and the draft lottery. And, and we'll see if we can't defy the odds. So I know it's a busy day for you. We're going to let you go. I know you have a press conference to, to get to. I'll be uh, joining you on that one as well. Uh, so again, just congratulations. Uh, you know, thanks for everything you do. And uh, it's going to be fun to, to, it's going to be fun to have you around for a little while longer. Not that I ever doubted we would, but it's always nice to have it be official. Well, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for all your support. Thank you, Cheryl.